Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. everybody and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the show where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept and then talk about it through their gingery lands. I'm Jacob Godby. And I'm Alex Tate. And today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Over on the website, they've got a uh, <laughs> Rocky Mountain Oyster recipe that I really love. So go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. Alex, how are you? Good. I did have um, one of my friends. I believe you read that maybe last week or two weeks ago. Also, the HelloFresh one. Yes. And one of my one of my coworkers was like, "You got the HelloFresh deal? That's big." And I was like, "No, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like they like gave us a deal." No, no, no. It's through Podgo that we still get paid the same flat rate that uh, they pay us every week. But, exactly. Uh, yeah, it was like we did not get the HelloFresh deal. I'm good. I've been listening exclusively to Pop Smoke's new album. I haven't listened to it yet. Is it good? It's so good. Okay. That's all I have to say about it. Like in my rotation, I just haven't listened to it yet. Well, um, I saw it on your like new music Friday thing. And then I was like, oh shit, everyone, no one will shut up about this pop smoke. I don't, I've only heard that like one song by him. What is it? And listen to the, re- the album's so good. Okay, cool. I'll listen to it tomorrow while I'm working. I uh, did get a piece of mail today that had a HelloFresh coupon in it. And I was like, Oh, did, do they know where I live? And it was just like a little add on with a magazine. So that was not the case, but it scared me a little bit that after we read the HelloFresh ad that they just like tracked me down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, everything is being watched. I just have to like think about I'm like, mm, may, maybe I want a new chair and then I'll get ads for new chairs. Boom. You will. It's true. Um, speaking of new chairs, I cleaned my couch today. Uh, okay. I'm really, we have a guest just waiting and I'm really trying to just like, what's the most banal shit we could say? <laughs> yeah, dude, that was bad. I know, I know. I'm just, what the fuck? How was I supposed to respond to that? I know. I'm just pushing it so that our guest is just What'd you feels, find in your couch? Actually, I didn't find anything, but I did have to Google like, how do I clean a couch? Because I'm not- you, I, What? So here's the thing. I was like, maybe I can put them in like the washer and I decided not to, so- I, I cleaned the couch, but what I ended up doing was just your making, FBI like, agent who's watching you search. I was like, this guy's an idiot. No. Okay. But I wanted to make sure I didn't damage the fabric on the couch. Right. So I just did like a soft solution of, of like dish soap and a tiny bit of baking soda. And then I have like this brush thing that I used. And so I brushed it and I got some of the dirt, like off of the fabric and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay all right this i'm sorry it's literally only funny <laughs> to you and me the people listening are like what's going on okay Why what's are they going talking on? about but did you vacuum it as well i, I didn't did vacuum just... it because i don't have a vacuum i just i i i <laughs> <laughs> i brushed it and i i i wiped you know i wiped you don't it off, own but... a vacuum I don't own a vacuum. You don't, I, you're an adult male and you own no vacuums? Not that's that, the only blind spot. I have everything else, okay? <laughs> oh, my God, I learned dude. how to clean a couch today. Um, but so you own a Swiffer? I have a mop and a broom. You should get a Swiffer. Have you ever tried a Swiffer? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I, I Maybe we can get that Swiffer deal for the podcast, huh? Mm. 
My the sister turbo got jet. I, yeah. I only want the Swiffer if it's the turbo jet, though. Have you seen that? My sister got a vacuum for her college graduation, and I don't Dude, that's a lame to get... college graduation oh, gift. She asked honest. for it. She asked for it. She asked, she's like, please get me a, is it a dope vacuum? Is it one of them $200 ones that will like suck the carpet off the ground? It's actually a pretty nice vacuum. I'm probably going to steal it and maybe I will vacuum my couch with it. There you go. If it had, well, if it has the detachable hose, it can reach, you can reach in between the cushions too. And then you can yeah, well, get like. My cushions come out. They're, they're just like, I can just pull them off and then I can vacuum. The oh, inside right. Of the it's not one of those yeah. with like the sewed in ones from like no, 1980. No, no, no. Like your grandma no. has one of those, you know? Yeah. Like the cushions are like t- uh, stuck on. Yeah. The um. Yeah. All right. Good episode, bud. Okay. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right. Please welcome everybody. Uh, return guest Sean Kirkpatrick. Thanks for waiting in the wings, Sean. <laughs> while we discuss some very important material. Uh, riveting, <laughs> riveting radio. I've got to say. <laughs> I was I was content to just listen to that for forever, but I gotta say I love Alex saying we've got to move on, and then immediately asking like five follow up questions. <laughs> I, know, I, know. <laughs> I couldn't th- think of anything else, so I was like, we got to move on. Then like five more questions came into mind. I was like, I've done it. Let's just ignore the fact that I said that and just keep asking <laughs> questions. Sean, it's been a while, and on, and I realized that the last time you were on the show, it was just with me. Alex was not here. Correct. Um, it was Ginger on Sean, and now it's. Gingers on Sean. That sounds basically we have a ginger Oreo and you're the middle. You're our stuffing. Ooh. Talk dirty to me some more. Uh, (laughs) A brunette stuffing. Mm. Oh, like like one like a chocolate uh Oreo with the chocolate filling in the middle. But with like a orange orange side (laughs) side pieces? (laughs) Yeah. Is that gross? That's pretty gross. (laughs) That sounds disgusting. Just (laughs) would that be like carrot? Like a chocolate carrot cake Oreo? Yeah, chocolate thinking, carrot cake Oreo. Okay, I was thinking like orange creamsicle and chocolate. Oh. 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 <laughs> I don't know how I feel about chocolate with orange creamsicle. Yeah, probably gross. I'm not a professional chef. I haven't made uh, anything taste good uh, ever. All right, well, good episode, folks. <laughs> All right, we will. <laughs> oh, boy. Alex, Sean, we got to get you some cooking lessons. What? Sorry. I said, we got to get you some cooking lessons. Ah, uh, no thanks. Didn't you have a whole two-season show about cooking? <laughs> yeah, about how <laughs> shitty we were at it. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't watch it. I wouldn't know. That's honestly the first question we get asked, though. If I if I, I, I literally try to tell people as little as possible that we had a cooking show, but if, if it does come out and like, oh, I had a cooking show, first they go, can you cook? I go, no, that was the whole point. Yeah, that's. I try to tell people as much as I can that I had a cooking show on Delish.com. And they still ask the same question. Oh, do you know how to cook? And I'm like, well, no, it's about how we didn't. And uh, Sean, you were the camera person for the brewing episode. Oh, boy, was I. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just publicly for the record, I'm so sorry about that. Does not look good. Someone has to hit record on the camera, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Oof. You made made the smart move swapping over to Trevor. Uh, having Trevor run your run your Trevor episodes. and another person named Alex who yeah. actually oh. just made like a uh, like, like a, a wilderness doc. movie yeah, yeah. we should ah. check it out actually um, but Sean we just invited you back because I realized you and Alex hadn't uh, mingled on the podcast yet and uh, you you make it sound like I don't know Alex and that we don't yeah. talk uh, not <laughs> frequently but definitely we're on the same group text threads yeah the yeah, the the meme chat. I feel bad every time we talk about the meme chat because our listenership is 
small enough that there are people who definitely know us <laughs> feeling excluded. Why are you in there? Maybe yeah, wait a minute. Make that a Patreon uh, perk. Is, oh, uh, Patreon perk. You get to join the meme chat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't the have to be chat. our meme chat. It can be a separate yeah, Patreon. Say, uh, some people need to get really cool with some shit really quickly because <laughs> there's some sh- there's some stuff sent in there that is uh, questionable. There's some South Park level of things where uh, you shouldn't be able to just wash your hands and walk away clean, but somehow they do every time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, I just wanted to mention real quick. Uh, Jacob, you just said you tried to plug the cooking show whenever you want. I made a I made a bread based pun pickup line. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, and uh, it didn't go well. Um, no? <laughs> well, I got some. Res- I got one response, and then I messaged back a, a, a different pun, and now no response. But you oh. told me to just plug the bread episode. That was, I was kind of joking. Did you plug it? No. Okay, good. What was the pun? Yeah, it what was, was the a double pic- pun? It I'm was like a worried. picture of a girl, and she was holding a piece of bread, like a uh, clearly a freshly baked loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. And I said, I bet that smells delicious. The bread probably smells nice, too. And <laughs> Oh, boy. She responded, it smells like sweat and anxiety. And then I was going to make a yeast joke until Jacob said, absolutely do not make a yeast joke. So I said, oh, it's sourdough then. And um, that's it. I got no response back. <laughs> and she, yeah, she didn't respond to that. I wonder why. Yeah. Shocker. Okay. Hmm. Sean, what's our word of the day? Um, yes. The word of the day this week is power bottom. <laughs> I did a lot of research. <laughs> First off, and let's just say it because it's funny. What I thought a power bottom was, shall we? Yeah, I would like to get into this. This isn't actually the word of the day. I just wanted to confront you in a public forum on on your definition of top, bottom, and power bottom. And I'm sorry, can I say how proud I am, Alex, that you've embraced this? That you are just fully on, like, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm wrong. Like, (laughs) I had to learn. Well, okay. The, the the dumb thing is, I, I did know what tops and bottoms were. Somehow I just had a different definition for what a power bottom was, as if that was just completely separate to the entire. Uh, what I thought a power bottom was is <laughs> the the in in in, uh, in cowboy in this situation, the person underneath. Oh, instead of just sitting there and they're being, powerfully thrusting. They upwards. are powerfully thrusting mm, up rather than just sitting there and just getting their dick road. They are. They are. They hence the power. They are powering from the bottom. What? Um, that's gotcha. what I thought it was. Okay. Okay. Okay, but you do know what top and bottom mean. Yes. Yeah, I and like I said, in my mind, somehow those were like completely separate things. I have I have since looked it up and talked to my gay friend here in Bozeman, and he was like, <laughs> "Just the one, your one, your one do, gay friend." Sorry, I have a gay friend, um, <laughs> and he he was like, he told me the whole definition um, of a, a power bottom is someone a, a bottom is usually the receiver and usually that's a passive role and a power bottom takes a more active vocal and physical role yeah that's about Hooray! that's about right yeah i did it everybody okay. and then jacob sent me a quiz last night i did Ooh. i that that <laughs> same screen cap i sent you in special sean mm-hmm I sent Alex and I put A and B and I was like, now identify which one is which. Which is fun because A is on the bottom, but they are topping. Yes, Bingo correct. bongo. Look who's learned. I've learned. 
congratulations. You're, thank you, thank you. Here's your A for ally sticker. <laughs> I, tried so, I tried so hard. As I was texting it to you, because you were like, what do you think of Power Bottom is? I was like, as I was texting it again, this is like two or three weeks in a row that I, oh, because I didn't know what high T was. Uh, <laughs> not really comparable. But I was like, as I was texting it, I was like, this is stupid. Uh, this is, my definition is dumb. This sounds dumb. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know if Aubrey texted you, my sister, but uh, she did agree with you, Alex. She also thought high tea was called that because it happens at high noon. Yeah. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> All right, Sean. Let's let's move on. What is our actual word of the day? All right. The real word of the day is fandom. Oh. Love it. Yeah. Wonderful. Um. So I guess this started off. Um. I used to be very big into fandom things, including the Book of Mormon. Um, Mm. I was Tumblr famous for a little bit. I'm not going to give you my URL. And ran (laughs) the um, official, unofficial Book of Mormon fan blog for a while. No kidding. Um, Yeah, before that crashed and burned. We got leaked information about the first national tour um, and posted it and then had a bunch of people involved with actual production contacting us frantically being like, take this down, take this down. You can't have this information. Um, so can I ask, yeah. uh, this is, I've never had this opportunity. How does something get leaked? Uh, basically somebody just sends you information uh, and is like, Hey, guess what? This person has been, but someone on the cast sent you this. It was, I'm trying to not get into specifics. I mean, well, yeah. this was like 10 years ago, almost. Or someone point. like related to someone on the cast. It was the, actor's manager Mm. let us know that she had been cast in a major role um and then we got contacted by some people involved with the production saying oh you need to take this down um and then i think her rep contacted us again and was like you're gonna cost her her job you shouldn't have posted that and we're like well then why was it sent to us yeah yeah what's what's the point of leaking something I guess to get people hyped. Okay. So yeah, this ties in great. So a lot of the times recently things get leaked intentionally to see what hype is generated and to see like what fan responses before it's like officially official. Um, there's so is this like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. That was actually what I was about to say. So there's that rumor that the Sonic trailer was intentionally with that shitty version to see what the response was going to be. And they had always planned to revert back to a more traditional Sonic design if that wasn't received well. Yeah. Almost like the trailer is like a piece of performance art. Like you all wouldn't don't actually think we'd put it out like this, right? (laughs) Yeah. Just interesting. And like, honestly release that original Sonic cut. Like that's what I want. I want the creepy teeth Sonic cut. So Jimmy yeah, World, tiny beady little eyes. Yeah. Jimmy World did the same thing with their one of their albums in the '90s called Clarity. They finished the album. Uh, their label didn't like it, and so what they did was leak a few songs on purpose, and uh, that got some hype going, and it kind of forced the label's hand, and the album subsequently bombed, but <laughs> and they got dropped from the label. But then they went on to make the album. They they went on to make the album that has the middle on it. So everything oh, okay. worked out in the end. Hey, it but just it was, takes some time. Yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, I enjoyed the fuck out of that. I think that fandoms can be very unhealthy, both for the fan and the dom. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it can get a... Uh, 
a little too obsessive about one thing to the point that you can only disappoint yourself. Yes. Um, so this past year, back in January, so the past seven months, I've gotten really into Star Wars books. And let me tell you, the Star Wars fandom is probably one of the most toxic fandoms. And part of that definitely comes from this weird ownership that I feel like fandoms have where they start to feel like, oh, this property is mine. Like this belongs to me. I don't care about the people who create it. If it's not the story that I wrote in my head, then this sucks and this is bad and you're bad for liking it or you're bad for creating it, which is so weird because I think there are, to counter what Jacob said, I think there are a lot of elements of fandom that can be good and positive you know the like community the like yeah oh yeah i don't disagree we're dorks and we like the same things it's when you just start getting obsessed with um yeah that ownership element of it that things get out of control now question for you about the star wars Mm -hmm. fan uh, as i take a drink from my big star wars cup of water there you go um what i was i heard that as soon as episode seven came out all the books were no longer canon is that true no what happened was so disney bought lucasfilm in 2012 right um and then they did a sort of they drew a hard line in the sand where they said okay everything published before 2014 in the books and comics is no longer canon so this was the old eu the old extended universe this is now legends um so it's like oh yeah these are still stories that may or may not have happened but Mm. everything post 2014 is now the definitive this happened in the star wars galaxy because they're trying to align the tv shows the movies the books and the comics all on the same level which did not exist beforehand the eu books and comics were not canon were never considered canon and this is something that i think people forget like from day one lucasfilm was always saying no the books are an author's interpretation the only things that are canon are the things that george lucas directly works on which are the movies and then later the clone wars cgi show and EU is extended universe, everyone, mm-hmm. not European Union. I said that. They did say Did that, you? Yeah. I missed it. I'm sorry. Um, I was going to say that. I think part of what helped make the Star Wars fandom become so toxic is that change of ownership, right? If George Lucas had made the most recent sequels, I think fans would be like less inclined to argue with it. But because now, no? Because I know. Now, I disagree. Because look at what okay. happened with the prequels. That was George Lucas through and through, unlike the original trilogy. Which, okay, but I think people accept the prequels more than they accept Rise of Skywalker. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, they accept the prequels now because it's been you know twenty years. Sure, sure. They okay. for sure did not. I think it's a generational thing. You know, we're seeing people our age kind of reevaluate and be like, oh no, yeah, this is the Star Wars from my childhood. This yeah. is there is value in this and I like this. But it's those older fans who refuse to let go of the like, no, Star Wars is just the original movies and Luke Skywalker's a badass and would never be a sad old man. I hate this. Why isn't my hero an overpowered god who's gonna come in and cut down everybody? It's weird. Yeah. And so I'm going to pivot real quick to a fandom I'm marginally involved with, and that would be the Blink-182 fandom. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that aren't aware, Mark Hoppus, the one who sings What's My Age Again, an Adam song, has stage four lymphoma. <gasps> and a couple weeks ago, 
Lee accidentally like posted on Instagram, like a story of him at the hospital receiving chemo and then like deleted it after like 10 minutes. But the fandom grabbed onto it, blew it up, basically forced his hand to make a public statement that he does in fact have cancer. And then the fandom has just been trying to figure out up to this, you know, up until he had told them where he's at and what kind he has, like, They've been going hard trying to figure out like what kind of cancer does he have? Like, you know, and, and like getting invasive, like getting invasive. Yeah, yeah Ooh, exactly. And, I don't and like a, that. I've just seen a lot of like, he's literally the most important person to me. Blah, blah, blah. Like, like a lot of people just marginalizing what Mark means to the folks he's immediately in the lives of, you know, his, his wife, his children, like his relatives. And, and I've seen music fans sort of downplay that and which is unfortunate um but you know at the same time obviously there are positives there's there's some community talking about like how much but 22's music means to them or how they would have never picked up a guitar if it weren't for mark's songs so you got to take the good with the bad but yeah that, that is an example of a fandom that can often get toxic as well yeah there's definitely like more modern 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 fandom culture or like what just happened <laughs> I, I combined words more modern fandom okay. culture um or like stan culture it's like this weird like fetishization did i say that right fetishization fetishes uh, of, of like yeah. a real person, right? Is, that, is like, that what's going on with like the the BTS boys? Oh, for sure. Um, and like that happened with One Direction um, before. And yeah, kind of strange. I don't know enough about it, but probably happened with the Beatles. Like, I think you see that. I mean, they literally had to stop touring because they could not physically tour anymore because so many people wanted to touch them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have you seen that video? recently of this girl who is like posted outside of Justin Bieber's house, um, like begging him for a hug every day to the point where he finally was just like, I need you to stop. This is where I live. Please leave me alone. This is where I come to be safe. And then she goes, okay, but can I have a hug still? And he's like, no, you need to go. It's bad. Sucks. Poor guy. That makes me so stressed out. Do you do, is there a fandom that doesn't exist that you think should exist slash want to start right now? Oh uh, yeah, I think the uh, Gingers on Ginger fandom really needs a big boost. Okay, love to lead the charge for that. What about like uh, an actual one, like log cabin building? Well, that's the thing. There is a fandom for everything, um, and you can get into like there's always like a Reddit thread or or subreddit that's the word for yeah. everything. There's for sure some people out there who are way into log cabin building. Um, I would like to see a fandom for Vanilla Coke. Um, I feel like it doesn't get the love that it deserves to the point where I've stopped seeing 12 packs of it in the grocery store and it makes me very sad. See, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I would like, I wouldn't maybe necessarily like to see one about log cabin building. I would like one, I would like a fandom to start for um, people who can't handle how hot it is. And we just talk about how much we hate the heat. Yeah, that uh, that's going to be the whole world here in the next thirty years. It's <laughs> well, me right now. Five years. Is that really a fandom though? Because you're not no, really you're a right. fan of anything. That's a, like a hate dumb. I am. Uh, oh, I'm a fan of the cold. All right. I would say. Well, okay. Besides Book of Mormon, let's discuss some fandoms that maybe we were involved with. So uh, yeah, I will say like I, I am. I'm. A, I I don't know if I'm part of the fandom, but I know. It's not like I like post about anything, but I know every single inside joke to Tom Segura's podcast. Sure. 
uh, your your mom's house. And if I ever find someone, and I, I just uh, I'm just like, you know, I'm like, what's your favorite podcast? And I go, your mom's house. And if they say, oh, I've listened to that, I can just say one line, and they're just like, it just like blows up. And I really I really like that. And then I I know I also know exactly what that person finds funny. If that sure. makes sense, you know, yeah. like instant, we instantaneously have this bond and all I have to say is, which is weird. All I have to say is piss on me, beat me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. If they like your mom's house, that makes them a bad person, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, uh, they're a psychopath. <laughs> I was very involved in um, a one person MacGruber fandom when I was in high school. Oh my God. Yeah. Of course that's, you were. That, that's a masturbation fandom right there. That I did not ever masturbate to MacGruber. I promise you that. But I had no. A, but I, as in, you're all alone in it. Oh, got you, got you. Yes, I see. Agreed. I had a, a movie poster. Then I ordered on eBay a no. Six whoa, whoa, whoa. Foot... Describe the movie poster. Well, okay, I, I'm describing the one you're thinking of. I had oh, okay. a regular size movie poster mm. of the American cover, twenty four by thirty six inches, probably correct. Yeah. And then I had a banner of the European cover that was four feet by six feet. But dude, and I had it's that so bad. Was that from a movie theater? How did you get that? I don't know. It was just on eBay. Oh. I, I, honestly, this fandom got to the point that I was on eBay like every day looking up MacGruber. I almost ordered like a 33 millimeter film reel of the trailer. Oh my god! <laughs> what? I, wish I didn't. You had. How much did you pay for that banner? It was like fourteen dollars. It was not oh, very much. Okay. Yeah. No. I god thought you no. were going to tell me like four hundred. No. 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 Um. So I had that and then I had, you know, I got the DVD for Christmas, but it got to the point where before the movie even came out, I was like checking script websites to see if I could find the script. And I finally did one day find the script. What did, what, what did you learn? I learned that I should have probably just waited for the movie, Yeah, but I wasn't allowed to go see it in theaters when it came out because I was like 15 at the time mm. and my parents wouldn't take me and also it didn't come to my hometown so so did you connect with other mcgruber fans online or was it just sort of like a hyper fixation for you it was a hyper fixation for me i i did connect with people online and i have connected with people you know up to this point like if someone likes mcgruber just like your mom's house that tells me something about them but it's not a point of hyperfixation anymore. It's not a movie that I watch more than like once, maybe twice a year. Like it's not, <laughs> dude. It's not a movie that I watch like more than once or twice a week. It's fine. <laughs> the fact that anybody on the planet watches MacGruber once or twice a year is incredible to me. Well, clearly there's some sort of fandom or fan following because it's getting a TV show, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm very excited for it, but not excited to the point that I'm going to like track down posters for it. And like, I I've come to a healthy point where, you know, I'm not trying to like meet Will Forte. You know, I'm not standing outside of his house asking for a hug. Like <laughs> you're not looking through like, finding where they're filming so you can go post outside and take sneaky photos or whatever. Right. Exactly. But I have had, I am known enough for liking MacGruber that one of my friends in LA said she really tried to get hired on the TV shows just so she could tell me she did. <laughs> just to make you jealous and miserable. Yeah, I guess that's uh that's how it goes. I knew that when I left LA, I was like, you know what? You're There are going to be some people you're leaving behind that are going to make you jealous with what they're doing. So get used to it. 
Um, Sean, have you ever written any fan fiction? <laughs> oh boy, have I? Uh, let me tell you. The... And another just quick follow-up question. I want to hear this, but did it involve some insane romance that should have never happened in the first place? Well, yeah, it's fan fiction. Of course it okay. did. Great. Uh, so again, back in the like 2010, 2011, um, back when Tumblr was first like getting big, because um, I've been on that hell website for 10 years, um, <laughs> right. 11 years, uh, and Glee was huge. Um, mm. I wrote, I actually rediscovered it the other night. I wrote two Book of Mormon fanfics and ah. a Glee fanfic. Um, they were definitely more comedic than they were like sexy, serious, angsty. Um, I will not tell you what my author name was because I do not want people digging those up. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're still out there. They are still, that's how I found them was I found them online. So oh boy. you're saying that if someone signs up for our Patreon, that they can hear an excerpt of one of the Glee ones in the after dark? Uh, yeah, you know what? Yes, I will commit to that. Yes. Okay. All right. Patreon.com slash ginger on ginger. Join us in the After Dark episode. I can't wait. What's I would say out of all the shows, though, any of the weird romances in Glee that you could possibly think of probably wouldn't that be weird. Wouldn't be well, that weird. Yeah, because the show itself went on because it's a Ryan Murphy show and Ryan Murphy uh, kind of runs out of steam pretty quick on all of his shows. They just started throwing everything at the wall, combining everybody together. So there was a good chance if you wrote a fan fiction in like 2011, by 2014, some element of that probably came true because every <laughs> single pairing happened on that show. Do you think Ryan Murphy was like trolling these a little bit and just threw out 98% of it, but was maybe, it w maybe at one point he was like, Oh, I, I think that's <laughs> definitely possible because that was definitely the era of, uh, like, oh, uh, let's look at what all the fans are into and let's give them that. Let's, um, I mean, that show wasn't like queer baiting, but sort of like, oh, let's tease them with this romance since that's what seems to be popular online uh, and then not really deliver on it. Uh, um, I, I've read some good fan fictions. I will say there are some good fan fictions that have stuck with me that I'm like, oh, that was good. You just change what it's about, like change the property that it's about South Park. Uh, and it's, a good like novella. I sort it, of wrote a MacGruber fan fiction. <laughs> of course you did. Oh my god. It was for oh my god. It was for I think it is it is Odysseus that's Greek, correct? Like uh like yeah, the, Odyssey? the Odyssey. Homer's the Odyssey, yeah. yeah. Um okay, so it was for we were reading the Odyssey in my English class, and we were tasked with like a creative writing project. So I wrote three MacGruber sketches, like in the style that they do them on SNL about a minute and a half each, but it was Odysseus and like his crew. <laughs> and, uh, and it was just chock full of like Odyssey references. <laughs> I mean, if we're, if we're digging that deep, I, I feel like I wrote some like Lord of the Rings stuff about like Legolas oh. for like this same exact thing. Because when I was seven years old, I thought that was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Is it a fandom when you're a child, though? Like, I had a Yu-Gi-Oh! dual disc, but I don't know if I was, like, a fan. I don't know if I was involved. I wasn't involved in the fandom with other fans. I just liked Yu-Gi-Oh! You know what I mean? That's a good question. I don't know if you would use fandom for, like, a kid that young. Although, like, once you're in your teens, I think then it's for sure, like, you would join a fandom. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I think fandom implies a group uh, that are all fanning about the same Dom. You, uh, Sean, you had mentioned the, um, the toxicity of the Star Wars fandom. I would argue, well, not argue, I would, but I would say if I had to say the hardest learning curve fandom has got to be the Lord of the Rings one. What the fuck? Well, I feel like a lot of nerdier fandoms these days, like Lord of the Rings, like Star Wars, like Marvel, like Harry Potter, whatever, they are now obsessed with how many facts you know. How many like, oh, yeah, well, can you name who died at the battle of blah, blah, blah or whatever? Yeah, 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 and yeah. if you don't know that, it's like this weird gatekeepy thing where it's totally. just like uh, it's like, oh, if you if you can't rattle off these facts, uh, you are not a true fan or whatever. Yeah. Have you memorized the Samarillion? If not, get out of my face. And it's like, I, I can you uh, name all the Weird Al albums in chronological order? You can. I know. <laughs> it's strange. It's very strange because. Especially like on YouTube, um, a lot of those like breakdown videos, like of the Marvel shows or whatever, they're right. just, they're now so focused on, oh, what is this teasing? What is the theory? Like like we saw it with WandaVision, like Mephisto confirmed. Oh, this is teasing this. That they are not paying attention to the story and the characters. They're paying attention to, all right, what obscure fact that I know is referenced in this that is going to give me information that casual fans won't know. So next week, when that is confirmed true, I can gloat and be like, I'm a real fan. I knew that reference in the previous episode. Yeah, I feel like I feel like especially Marvel started out with like, you know, I remember at one of the end of the Iron Man movies, there was like Thor's hammer sitting in the ground. And I was like, hey, Thor's hammer. And I, I was dating a girl at the time and she's like, what's that? And I was like, it's Thor's Hammer. And she's like, who's Thor? And I, like, that's what I meant by casual fan. Yeah. Now you have to have some encyclopedia and knowledge of the Marvel universe. Yeah, what universe. movie did that change with too? Because I feel you. The first phase of Marvel and even into the second, I was like understanding the tags. And you're absolutely right. Now I'm like, I have no fucking idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've just lost it. I didn't even know who Thanos was. Yeah, it's probably... Uh, around like age of Ultron or guardians of the galaxy where it really started to shift when it started to get into those like weirder Marvel characters. Um, they're like, cause I mean, they were already using like C tier characters initially. Cause that's all they had the rights to when they started like really like guardians yeah. of the galaxy. Nobody really knew or cared about them in, in, in broader culture. Right. Right. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. And now Groot is is a meme and uh, is on the back of Soccer Mom Vans in sticker form. Yeah, yeah. And Vin, Vin Diesel's getting paid. We we <laughs> just love a cute little baby of an alien species. Stick it on every single piece of merchandise and we will snap it up. Baby yeah, Groot, yeah. Grogu, just give me a little squeezable weird creature that I can just... <laughs> oh, I love you so much. Yeah, yeah. Of, of mice and men, that thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I know we only kind of just touched the tip of the iceberg, but let's wrap it up and do the police spotter, and then we can go into it more in the after dark. Does that sound okay? Hey, it's your podcast, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't have to ask permission. All right, let's do the police blotter. Police blotter. So. We have some new listeners, and I just wanted to point out that the police blotter is. The uh, actual police blotter from my hometown uh, that publishes a newspaper twice a week. And with that, you know, 
just it's small town happenings. So can I give a quick review? You just said we have some new listeners and you just reminded me. Yeah. Um, A friend of a friend sat down at uh, trivia last week and went, I'd listened to the Ridge episode and I I didn't even know you had, I, you knew I had a podcast and he went, yeah, good. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) And I, yeah, I was like, all right. (laughs) Thanks. High praise. (laughs) That's amazing. A caller reported an individual drove up next to his vehicle, yelled at him, and pointed a rifle at him before driving away. Officers located the suspect, and an unloaded rifle was located in the vehicle. Multiple witnesses confirmed the story, so the driver was arrested for assault and transported to the Fergus County Sheriff's Office. Well, Jesus Christ, that's got to be the most action that town has seen in a long time. That one's, uh, that's a lot, yeah, that, uh... That is not someone calling because they've burned their toast or something. That, that's yeah, a real. Yeah. This yeah. is definitely one where I want more context. Right. I want to know, like, was it a stranger? Did he just like see somebody on the side of the road and was like, I think I'm going to point my rifle at them? Or was there like a previous altercation that we don't know about? Are you two the type of people that see um, uh, two people that aren't involved in your circle at all get into a public fight of some sort and immediately become the most interested in it that you've ever been oh yeah like on facebook for sure if i see a post has like 67 comments or whatever and it's all in one thread you know i'm gonna be reading that whole thing but just like in in, you know if i ever see two people in the street like yelling at each other i'm like oh I i literally drop whatever i'm doing i'm like oh my god tell me what's going on here as long as it doesn't involve me it's the best thing in the world i also want to point out sean that I usually don't engage in Facebook threads like that, but I will do the laugh react at people I disagree with. Yes. <laughs> oh, for sure. Facebook created a monster with that laugh react. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple calls. Okay. this The date is important on this one. June 27th. Okay. Multiple calls reporting the lighting of fireworks in a neighborhood. Officers responded and warned several people after providing them with the fireworks ordinance. June 27th. That is a full seven days before the 4th of July. You clearly have not been doing theater in a while. That was obviously their dress rehearsal. They <laughs> had to get ready for the big show. Check all the mics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. We got to We got to do our tech. We got to make sure everything's working. I'm sorry. Great. As soon as I said that, I was like, that's actually a tech rehearsal, not a dress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, in the store like two days ago, I, there was a person in there and I don't want to make snap judgments, but they're a Republican. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, he had a shirt on that said "Amera fucking ka" on mm. it, on the back of it. That's and a weird place to put that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was um, then it w- it was for a fireworks company. Beautiful. Where would you put the fucking in America? I think I would do like, I think a fucking America makes the most sense, or maybe M fucking Erica. <laughs> I would put it at the beginning because then it can either be fucking America or. Ugh. Fucking America. America. Yeah. A caller reported an individual threw rocks at their children and said inappropriate things to them while they were on their way to the Garfield Bridge. An officer spoke to the children and to a witness who stated no rocks had been thrown during the incident. The children had harassed and yelled at the individual. An officer advised the individual to call law enforcement if further interactions occurred. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Hang, hang. Whoa. That was a lot to digest there. So you're telling me... 
Two kids, I'm going to just say two, two or three kids called the cops because some dude was throwing rocks at them. And then yeah, the dude and yelling was like, inappropriate things at them. And then a separate witness, not the not the person was like, that dude's not throwing rocks at kids. The kids are harassing that person. Yes, correct. So this bridge is I actually know probably what's exactly going on here. This bridge is where one of like the two or three uh, unhoused folks in Lewistown live. And okay. so I'm willing to bet that some kids were harassing him and giving a hard time. What a piece. What the fuck? Yeah, it's it's he like fishes there all the time. And and so, the, yeah, I that's almost exactly what happened, probably. So, uh, yeah, fuck you kids for going home and telling their version of the story and trying to get their parents involved before they got in trouble. It's because it's because they knew they did wrong. Yeah. We, yes, yeah. Yes. They like knew they did wrong. So immediately they had to cr- create some story and they're like, don't believe us over this, you know, maybe not mentally sound guy. They're going to they're going to believe us. And what it what? See, even kids can weaponize privilege. Yep. <laughs> Good point. What have we learned today? Even kid Alex, let's actually let's sum this up. What's what have we learned today? Let's make a little list here. Alex knows now what a power bottom is. Yeah. Textbook and uh well, yeah, just textbook definition. I was gonna say like I physically know what it is, but I don't <laughs> anecdotally don't, you've experienced yeah, it. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> wor- don't worry, you can get an uh, a field test later. <laughs> okay, great, 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 great. Two, we've learned that fandoms can be toxic but don't have to be yeah oh yeah we didn't talk too much about the good elements of fandom <laughs> that's okay three we've learned that even kids can weaponize their privilege <laughs> there you go i call that a, a a banger of an episode sean you have something coming up creatively that you're involved in correct in missoula yes um i am producing a production of much ado about nothing at the Zootown arts community center. Um, I also adapted the script, but I think um, we're not quite using my adaptation, but that's fine. I'm involved in it somehow. (laughs) Sure. Okay. And it's, uh, it's coming up so people can go get tickets at the uh, Zach's website. Yes. Um, And we are also, so that opens Friday. So it's this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, next Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and next Saturday's performance will be live streamed on YouTube for free. Um, so if you're not in Missoula or won't be able to see the show, uh, you can watch it on YouTube. There is a donate link if you like it. Um, otherwise, tickets are $10. So if you're in Missoula or the Missoula area, please come see it. Wonderful. That's a successful episode. Thank you, Sean, for joining us. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Yeah. And you're going to stick around. Um, I've said After Dark. I've plugged it like four times already. I'm sorry. But you're going to stick around and chat with us in the After Dark. So if you want to hear that, who knows what we're going to talk about. Probably fan fiction is what you teased earlier. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, cool. Probably well, me pooping and not getting laid. That's what oh, I usually okay. talk about. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm trying to sell it, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by new chocolate and orange creamsicle Oreos. Available at your local Kmart.